and there's different types of traveling, different experiences. Uh, I there's people that they just love to go hiking. So go find that. Just go hiking. You don't have to go to a resort. Uh, a lot of people are just like, no, I don't want to go hiking. I absolutely love going to resorts. Then go to a resort. Find what you like. Find what gets you out of your daily routine and you like some people are like no i just want to go camping an hour away from my house go do it just do whatever makes you happy go go meet the world in your way in however makes you happy just go and do it first person is a podcast about life-changing travel experiences where ray and i conduct interviews about trips that change people's lives i'm maula we started this podcast because we've personally had trips that changed our lives I want to share these stories with you. Hi, everyone, and welcome to First Person. I'm Ray. And I'm Neno, and today I'm with my dear friend, Pao. And Pao's going to tell us about her experiences from when she moved from Bogota, Colombia, to yes. the U.S. Yes. Pao, welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you for having me. It's, it's a pleasure. You're welcome. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> okay. So, my name is Paola Garcia. I am originally from Colombia. Um, I was born in Bogota. The first time I moved to the, to the U.S., I was 18 years old to finish my last year of high school, and I went to Durant, Wisconsin. I spent there around 10 months, whatever the school year is. Um, and then I went back to my country because uh, I missed my family too much. <laughs> I didn't like it here. So, but then my brothers decided to move to California and I followed them. So that was in 2006 and I was 21 years old and I've been in California ever since. Wow. So I know there's a lot of mix and crannies and stories to hear <laughs> and I'm looking forward to it. So where exactly in California did you move to? Uh, so I moved to Oakland. Okay. Yeah. To the, to the small village of uh, Montclair. Okay. Yeah, it was it was very family style, so it was very nice. Yeah. And then after that, um, I moved. I've been in the Bay Area, around the Bay Area. I moved to Walnut Creek, and then three months ago, I moved to San Francisco. And each city is, even though they're within the Bay Area, they're very, very different from each other. Okay. From living to Oakland, to Walnut Creek, to San Francisco. What would you say are the biggest differences? Um diversity it's i know it, everything is within the bay, bay area but oakland has a different vibe than san francisco and walnut creek is like very family oriented and i would say oakland and san francisco it, it you see more singles more youth uh it's different okay yeah so what was the biggest difference from Bogota, Colombia, to the U.S. when you first arrived, what did you notice? To Wisconsin or to California? Because Wisconsin from California, two different worlds. Let's let's talk about Wisconsin <laughs> first. Let's go there. Um, I'm curious. Uh, well, I I first I, I moved to to a rural part of Wisconsin. It's called Durand. It's a very small town. Uh, Three thousand people. I was I was the only Spanish speaker there. Nobody else spoke Spanish, so, so at, at the and my Spanish wasn't nearly as good as it is right now. So it was, 
it was definitely challenging to to break that language barrier okay um like i had i sometimes i couldn't understand people it was a little bit frustrating at the beginning but you know little by little and you then you meet you you learn to know to know to meet when you meet someone and then they know that you are not understanding them it, it was amazing they always took two routes either they slow down and explain them, themselves or they started they would they, they wouldn't really help you know so you know so you start getting closer to the people that help you and show you things and and little by little you start learning start learning the culture the language and yeah you know it, it was definitely a cultural barrier at the beginning but you know, little by little, you kind of overcome things. Cool. You you make friends. Yeah. It sounds like you built some really tight bonds and connections in those <laughs> early years. Um. Yeah. Here, of course, in California, of course. Okay. Yeah. What about Wisconsin. Not so much. It was it was only ten months, and then I moved back to Colombia, and then I moved to California. Like I've never been back since that was thirteen years ago. So, and then I would say here in California, um, it was, it was very interesting to see. The first thing that I loved, absolutely loved was the mix of cultures that we have here in the Bay Area. Um, and I thought that was great. And from my experience, uh, something that I absolutely love about living here in the Bay Area is the amount of amazing people that I that I that I get to know that I would never meet in Colombia. You, for example, I would have never met somebody like you over there. You know, you come from Africa, but you grew up here in New York. It's it's a it's a very cool mix of things to me. And I've met wonderful people. I have friends from Egypt. I have friends from Malaysia. I have friends from all sorts parts of Europe, Romania. I don't know. I think that's pretty cool. You get, you get to learn about cultures and languages and taste all the all different foods and I don't know. I think it's pretty cool where we live. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so how does that compare to Bogota, the diversity? Um, in Colombia, we don't have as much. We have a lot of tourism. Actually, one of our uh, our, our big our biggest supporters of our economy is tourism but we don't have as much family immigration as you guys have here from like generations and the families all move together um in the recent years we've seen some but over there it's not as big as it is here so that doesn't bring as much roots in cultural diversity like here you can walk and you have a, a grocery store that only sells Indian products and then a block away one that only sells, I don't know, products from Afghanistan or Greece or over there, you wouldn't find that like that. Um, but then we have something, we have different things that you don't find here. We, we have a lot of uh, agriculture. So, um, and something that I miss a lot is our fruits and our veggies. And over there is very normal to just to go to the plaza markets and they're like, it's like a bazaar, I don't know, it's like full of, like how you walk here in the mission, yeah. that you, this is 
see the small stores with the fruits outside but over there is like a block like that okay. of all fruits and veggies i miss that one i i really miss that so you know you see different things here and there but it's pretty you get adapted to the things that you don't see of here anymore and you know you just you appreciate the things that you have here that you wouldn't have over there and that's like the balance of when you move to another country to find the things that you like and to let, let go of the things that you know you won't have it again you know so tell, tell us about some experiences that you've had i guess identifying some of the things that you like here yeah when you first got here um well i remember uh, something that I always i always liked about here was the safety in the street and that was something that i mean sadly colombia is not i mean bogota the safety even though it's not as as bad as hollywood puts it out it is still you know a dangerous city okay. so but in, in san francisco it's not and that was like always the first thing that struck to me um but then at the same time when i started like getting to know the city and i saw that there's a lot of latin culture here in the bay area i really like that you know you you find places where you can dance uh salsa and you have live music and you have restaurants from all sorts of uh latin background you have mexican and then you have argentinian and you have peruvian and sadly not a lot of colombian but it's okay <laughs> So that, oh, I always like that. I, I always like to find the Latin, the small Latin places around the cities. And the Bay Area offers that in Oakland, in San Jose, in San Francisco. And that's always very fun to find and to kind of have that connection, you know? That's awesome. So connection, cultural connection. Yeah, of course. Something that to yours that reminds you of home. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And there's also a lot of... Uh, Brazilian heritage here and I really like Brazil so I'm Portuguese so you know I think it's it's, it's really cool to find so one yeah go ahead I'm sorry one thing that I'm curious about is um, when you decided to uh, immigrate from uh, Bogota to Wisconsin and then go to California like what were you thinking about? Like, what what influenced that decision? My family. Um, well, I moved to Wisconsin because, well, my parents wanted me to, to to learn English. I I knew English, but I mean they you know they wanted me to get it perfect, and um, and then when I didn't I didn't really like living in Wisconsin, and I just. You know, I wanted to be close to my friends and my family. And I went back to Colombia. I stayed there for uh, a year and a half. And then my, bro but my brothers were here in California already. And I really missed them. So, you know, I kind of talked and I was like... And then my parents also talked. They were like, no, we really want like the whole family to be together. So the best thing is for Paola to go. And I'm the youngest one too, so you know, to move to California close to her brother. So I moved. So they essentially you went to Wisconsin to go to school then to learn yeah. English. Okay. Yeah, yeah, to high school. Okay. Yeah, and I finished high school over there. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I and I. Yeah, I have to finish high school. My mom wanted me to see if I could stay here for college, but I don't know. I kind of wanted to go back, so I went back. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 at that point in my life, I had not planned to come to California. So my plan was just to stay in Colombia, but you know, things change and I came back. So I guess family. <laughs> That's the best reason. Yeah. So I guess since you've moved there for family, what, what's making you stay? It sounds like you've grown to love the culture, the environment. Absolutely. Uh, San Francisco is an amazing, amazing city to live. Uh, I, besides the, I mean, the amazing diversity, the festivals, the, all of the events, they are, they absolutely blow my mind. I, the creativity here is absolutely rich. Um, I work in the Silicon Valley and I, that area blows the people that work there just every day blow my mind. Uh, so smart, so creative, so full of energy. It is, it is, I think it is a very, I, it, living here absolutely has expanded my mind. Um, yeah, absolutely. I've, I've had the pleasure of meeting all sorts of people from all sorts of backgrounds, um, incredibly smart people. So yeah, it absolutely, I, I've grown so much as, as a person since I moved here, uh, spending all of my twenties here and, you know, hopefully more times. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see what's next. <laughs> sounds, that sounds awesome. And, um, what, what struck out to me, what you, in what you just said was that you had experiences that, that blown your mind. Yes. I'm curious if you could share one of those experiences with us, uh, since you've moved to California. Um, Wow, <laughs> so many. Um, I remember one time, oh, let me see, this was maybe six, seven years ago. I went to a festival of clean energy and environmental energy with my brother and my sister-in-law. And there was live music and there was all of these products that have been grown all organic and in farms that use uh clean energy and it was it was all of these things of how we could live like this and how we could transform our houses in greenhouses and this is seven years ago it's not because now it has people have become more educated and there's more projects to sustain this type of um of energies this was seven years ago it was long i mean in the project the whole thinking was a long time ago mm -hmm. and i just thought it was so cool <laughs> I thought like, I don't know, the people that were there, there were a lot of, uh, I met this, this, this incredible couple. They were all, they were both PhDs, one in biology and the other one in, um, I don't remember, uh, electrical and engineer something like that. And they've created this way of transforming houses. And I don't know, l listening to them, it was absolutely amazing. And we also, uh, there also, there was a corner with small local wineries they they all do they do all of their wines organic and um in a way that doesn't impact the soil and the environment as as much and i don't know it was pretty cool i remember that day that i was like wow 
this only happens in California. I, I was like, this is incredible. It was, it was an amazing learning experience. And the people that you meet in these type of places, it's, it's, it's wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. So would you say that that's something that you're passionate about? Technology, um, growth. <laughs> well, I, I definitely think we should support these type of projects, yeah. But I, I myself don't work in any of them. Okay. Uh, I think if I, I mean, it's a more time-restrictive thing. I, I think if I could volunteer in everything and that I would believe in, I wouldn't have time to work. But, you know, there's, some, there's other things that I volunteer on that I'm more passionate about here in, in California. Yeah. Okay. So then what made this specific event so life-changing? Uh, because it was it was educational and I don't know there was it was it, it was there was music uh, but there was a lot of education and there was food and it was a lot of sense of community and it was it was very humane it was very different from other events that I've been. Sounded like it ignited a passion within you, you know, something that <laughs> <laughs> something that just felt well. What I'm what I'm hearing, what sticks out to me anyway, is the, um, the way you talk about the technology and the creativity and the um, the the fertile ground of exchanging of knowledge and information. And I wonder how does that compare to um your your where you where you're from well it in colombia there's amazing creative creativity uh it's colombians we are we are are we always uh take pride on how how we can take our passions and our ideas and mm -hmm becoming them truth um we we have amazing creative people and smart people in colombia but sadly over there we don't have as many resources to to put in in developing products mm -hmm. and this is this is where this area takes it to the next level um but yeah i mean the passion and the creativity and the knowledge is it's it's there we just we just need to have that support on resources i guess uh -huh. to develop the products but definitely colombia is it's a the we over there education is very important for us and uh we do take pride on on creating on creative new things and building companies and working really hard <laughs> we are very hard workers definitely yeah and here it's it's amazing how you more and more and not i mean only colombians i would say all latin americans you are here more and more in in here in, in america and in the bay area you hear how great uh entrepreneurs are coming from latin american countries and they're like putting outside that they're latin and there's all of these amazing groups that uh support uh latin entrepreneurs there's uh lam in san francisco uh, it's just latinos amorid it's a great great uh networking group 
uh, where I work in my company, there's an amazing networking group for, uh, for the Latin community and we do events and uh, they support each other. So I think we, that sense of community, of Latin community, entrepreneurship and knowledge, and I, I, I think is definitely everywhere. Um, mm -hmm. I wouldn't say that any culture doesn't have it um, because I think all cultures have different passions. Mm -hmm. uh, I work in self-driving cars and I've had the opportunity to meet some and uh, to work with some uh, folks from Europe, from Germany, and they are also pretty amazing. <laughs> so I, I wouldn't say that, that you could differentiate the, the passion for knowledge in, in any culture because uh, I don't know. I think that's something that has definitely been there. For, I, I, I mean, that's why we've all grown as a society, as a civilization, right? Yeah. Um, the passionate and the, cu the curious people that always come with new ideas. So, yeah. I don't know. Did that answer your question? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it did. And it's well put. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Keep, keep, keep asking questions. So this is this is interesting for us. I don't know if you feel the same way, Maulon, but um, I think you're the first guest that we had that not just traveled to a different place that's completely different or that's different from where they live, but um, moved as well. So you're still, in a way, you're still experiencing the life-changing experience. Oh, absolutely. Right. Oh, every and day, every day I learn something new. Every day I learn something. Uh, about myself that I didn't know before. Absolutely, every day. Uh, every day I, I, I think like, I understand everything about this culture and about the language and then something happens and I'm like, nope, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> you know, and I think that's amazing. Um, and I, I, if I had the opportunity to do it all over again, I would, absolutely. And I think someone really has to to get out of because one of the hardest things about moving from one culture to another one and learning a new language and even going through college in a different language and um, building a professional career in a different culture and a different language than your own is that you have to you have to to get out of your comfort zone on a daily basis and that sometimes is hard and it's tiring. <laughs> it's, but once you you know that it's just the way it goes, you learn that it's gonna be okay. <laughs> it's just, it's yeah. So you know, and then it's really important. I think that it's very very important is to create a support group around you from friends, from family that you can find, from family, from friends that turn into family. Uh, that has been to me one of the biggest and most amazing teachings of all of this, that I have friends that now are my family. And it's not that I talk to them every day or I can see them every month, but they're there and I know they're there, you know, and that, that is pretty cool. Um, so. You, you talked about being out of your comfort zone can you give us some insights into just what, what that means and what that entails specific examples well when you when you when you when you know every when you grow up in the same place and you have your parents around you and you have 
all of your aunts and your uncles and your cousins, or at least that was my case. I come from a very close, big family. Um, you, whenever, even though, even though if you don't notice, if you, if you need something, if you need a question, you call your aunt, you call your cousin, uh, on a Sunday, you just go to have breakfast with your, I don't know, best friend from high school. All of these things are so in a daily basis that you don't, once you don't have any of this, you don't know anybody, uh, calling somebody means like emailing them first that they were going to go home because when I moved here, phones are not what they are now. Okay. We didn't, I didn't even have a GPS on my phone. So it meant that I had to look at the streets and not get lost. So it's all of these new things and new changes at the same time that your comfort zone is nowhere near, <laughs> near you at that moment. So you just, you need to know that. And that creates anxiety and, you know, and you just need to know that it's going to be okay that, you know, these things little by little, you just organize them. Okay. When it's, it, it was interesting at the beginning, like something is when you, when you get a cold, you call your mom, your mom brings you juice. Well, when you don't have any of that, you're like, oh, now I have to do everything. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, but it, 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 and you grow as a person a lot too. So it's, it's good. I, I definitely, I'm, I'm definitely grateful for everything that I've lived in the last 10 years of my life. You know? I do. <laughs> I do, I feel it. Yeah, definitely. Paula is living um, a new experience every day. Like, that's, that's, that's very interesting to me because when, when I travel, I go there and you you get that sense of aliveness because everything is new but then you leave and then you're back to your comfort zone whereas Paula she she's like experiencing that every day and I, I think that's that's an interesting um thing to think about and that I, I don't know like I'm sitting here thinking like wow what if I was like experiencing something new every day I'd I'd probably pay attention more to the thing that's going on but around me I think present. no but I think that's something that you can't even do you you experience you can't experience it every day yourself like right it something as simple as yes but of course I I do have certain comfort zones here like last weekend I went to Yosemite with a group of people I didn't know any of them it was a group of hikers and I got invited to to the trip and I was like okay let's go and I went there and I didn't know anybody. <laughs> and at one point I was like, oh boy, here we go again. But, you know, and then when I came back to San Francisco and to my apart to the apartment here and I went back to work and I'm like, okay, yes, this is my comfort zone now. <laughs> so that's what I mean when, when I say that I experience it every day because everybody experiences every day. It's just, you just need to you just need to know like, okay, so this is going to be a new experience and new experiences are actually really important to have. Um, because they, with new experiences, you always grow as a person. Um, and I was actually reading a book last week about the importance of having fun, um, of laughing, of having new experiences, of meeting new people, of choosing something that you would never think of doing and just go and do it to experience it. Um, because you can learn things about yourself, you can learn, you can have new hobbies, you can meet new sorts of people, and that creates uh, new connections in our brain, and it, it creates 
new movements in our body and that is very important so new experiences are not only to have when you travel it's it's you need to have new experiences every day in your life even if it's just one day waking up one hour before and going for a walk there you go that's a new experience for you <laughs> that's that's phenomenal but i i still think it sounds like you seek out new experiences that you have as you would say a growth mindset like there's a bit of not everyone would end up on a yosemite trip <laughs> with, <laughs> with complete strangers so i think you you have an incredible uh, ability to trust and and seek new experiences yeah i know I, I i know yeah i mean i i wasn't like this on my uh no it's i wasn't like like this but you know i've come to to say, see the importance of it so yeah and i'm going to uh cabo on thanksgiving that's awesome yes i decided two days ago what <laughs> what made what got you like this and what are some of the events or key moments in life that made you become more outgoing uh okay so when I moved here, actually the first three years I had, I missed my family and I missed my friends and like I, it was hard for me to, to connect with people and I, at one point I felt very, very, very lonely. Even though my brothers were here, but I just didn't feel connections with anybody. And then I started realizing that maybe it wasn't because I wasn't living like I wasn't having experiences, I wasn't getting, I wasn't like trying to get to know people. I wasn't really opening myself to new things. And that's when I started changing little by little. And now, you know, and I mean, sometimes it's not easy because it's, I think it, or at least for, to me, it's easier to get comfortable um, and not, and not try to do new things. Um, and then, you know, that within the last two years, I lost my job. I, I, you know, I had a lot of changes in my life and I was like, no, okay. Go back to the, to the new experiences and to opening the world again. And, you know, so it's a process. It is. Indeed, <laughs> that's, that's, it, it is a process. A process yes. that you are enjoying. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So you talked about um, having your experiences and how it just makes you more present. And it's been my, from my experience, the same thing where when I travel, I'm more alert or when I visit a new area, um, even just taking a new route home, you get to notice a bit more about where you live. Yeah. And that's awesome. And I'm glad that you get to experience that. No, I, I mean, definitely when you travel, even if it's just for a small amount of time, it, it, it's really, it's, it's, it's relaxing. It's an eye-opening uh, opener. Um, I went to, to Mexico last year, uh, to Tulum and Playa del Carmen. And it was an absolutely amazing trip. Uh, Mexico is beautiful. Uh, I did some snorkeling and it was, it was like caves and you would go under the water. It was, uh, it was absolutely amazing. And you get to know to see all of these things that you I wouldn't have that in Colombia I wouldn't have um, that here you know you just you would only go there to have that experience and I think that's amazing uh, also to get to know people from other parts from from Mexico from Playa del Carmen they treated us amazing 
so it's it's really cool. I mean, traveling definitely should be a priority on on everyone's list. Uh, and there's different types of traveling, different experiences. Uh, I there's people that they just love to go hiking. So go find that. Just go hiking. You don't have to go to a resort. Uh, a lot of people are just like, no, I don't want to go hiking. I absolutely love going to resorts. Then go to a resort. Find what you like. Find what gets you out of your daily routine and you like. Some people are like, no, I just want to go camping an hour away from my house. Go do it. Just do whatever makes you happy. Go, go meet the world in your way. In however makes you happy. Just go and do it. That is wise advice. <laughs> so it's go meet the world. Paul is saying in your way, experience new things. Yeah, it's Thanks. really in your way. Whatever makes you happy. If you may if seeing, you know, a hundred thousand year old castles makes you happy, then just go and visit them. Go see that castle. Go yeah, see go see grass. the castle. Go see the ruins. So, I actually want to go to Machu Picchu and see ruins. That's, that's gonna, we're going to have to hear about that when you come back. I know, I know. <laughs> we'll so see. We, we like to end the show with a little okay. song. <laughs> but actually, wait, before we do that, thank you so much for coming. Thank you, both of you, for having time. me here. This has been Absolutely. amazing. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And on that note, it's official. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to chime in, right? Official tissue? Official tissue. Official tissue. So. <laughs> When something is really, really awesome, and, it's official, and the more awesome it is, the more tissue it has. Tissue. So this is official <laughs> tissue. Official tissue. So much. I've been working tissue. on my voice. You, you hear it? I, I hear it. It's, it's deep. What do I have? Oh, no, I, I cannot sing for my life. Official tissue. Yes. And on that note, everyone, yes. have an amazing, amazing day. <laughs>